Hello and welcome to Meanwhile in the Falklands. I'm Hannah Newton. I'm Kyle Abbott. And I'm Thomas Stockting. Tom is Ooh. back! Woo! <laughs> How was your trip away, Tom? I mean, that's the most enthusiastic you've sounded about me being back. I've been back for <laughs> 10 days and it took a podcast to get her to say it with an enthusiastic voice. What did you get up to on your trip? Uh, so I went to Canada for two weeks, which was amazing. Saw Ontario, um, part of Canada I've never been to before. Went snowboarding in Quebec for a couple of days as well. Great, been about two and a half years since I had a snowboard under my feet. So that was good fun. And then went back to the UK and I did some work experience with the BBC and ITV. That sounds exciting. What are you Very exciting. Uh, betraying FITV is what I was getting up to, really. <laughs> uh, I got up to a variety of things, to be honest. The BBC... Uh, it was a very different approach, and if anyone who took me under their wing during work experience listens to this, I'm sorry if I offend you. Uh, but the BBC had a very different approach to ITV with all of it. I mean, I was given like t- half an hour slots all week, as in this is what you're doing every half an hour. Oh, wow. Um, didn't always stick to it. There was chance to sort of like, go over and do other stuff, but I managed to bounce around all the different departments, which was great. And uh, having spent the last couple of years working for a smaller television station, as you guys well know, there's... The, the infrastructure here at FITV is like, it's a little bit make do. We do what we can with, the, with what's available Resources. to us. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, you must have been able to notice, it must have been interesting noticing the difference <laughs> between working for a big organisation to coming, coming to a back small, here. small TV station in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Not that the Falklands is the middle of nowhere. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I completely agree with you. You're right, you've hit it right, right on the head there because... I'd go into, we'd see the studio and obviously we know what our studio is like and we know that we, we know we want our studio to be bigger and it's just the case of we're having to deal with the building we're in. So first of all, going to step into BBC South studio, which was quite surreal actually, you know, you see it on TV and I don't know, I've working, worked in the industry for a couple of years, much like you guys, but actually stepping into something like that, I felt like I was a kid again, like, oh, <laughs> it's so cool. Uh, so, but the biggest thing that astonished me was the gallery. It's the guys who dictate mm. what actually happens in the studio. So, um, <laughs> F, uh, meanwhile, in the Falklands listeners, who, um, don't know if you'll know, but our gallery consists of no, one of us sat behind the teleprompter with a laptop running all of it, <laughs> um, sort of waving when someone's doing something wrong, if some hair is out of place. But it's, it was so different at Because they must have hair and makeup departments and things like that and wardrobe. I didn't yeah. actually Ooh. see any of that, you know. Um, but in terms of like the, the gallery itself, it was, it, it's a full-blown team. Yeah, You've it's got, got all the bells and whistles. Absolutely, absolutely, and because it's live, um, you've got the whole countdown and, and the guy who's running the gallery, he's constantly talking to the presenter in his ear, and I, like, I would not be able to read an autocue while someone talks in my mm. ear. Yeah, well, like, it must be so quite tough. distracting, but that's like, yeah. there was, um, sorry, I'm on a tangent, and this is, this is also, I know we've been doing recommendations in our, our podcast, and I know I'm coming in early with a recommendation oh. here, but there's a really good episode of Louis Through, who is my favourite journalist, and... Um, <laughs> He, he goes and does some of the American, um, you know, the shopping channels mm-hmm. that they do. He goes and has a go at presenting something. And they've got someone in their ear telling them how much time they've got yep. left. They've got to sell this product, infomercials, that's what it's called. Sell this product, demonstrate the product, all in the space of like five minutes when someone's saying, right, you need to say this. Oh, we've had X buyers, you need to, to push this product more. And he crumbles. It's he's insane. not used to it because he's right. You're yeah. under pressure, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. And how how are you supposed to focus on what you're doing when you've got 
101 other people in your ear yeah, well, telling exactly you what that. to do. So tough. It must be really difficult. Yeah. Any home improvements for the older studio? Uh, not so much for the studio. So I was looking at it and going, oh my God, like this could be done differently. And then after a couple of days, I took a step back and went, you know what, there's no point in me even thinking about this because the, these are both, ITV and BBC are both multi-million pound companies mm. with the high, like the latest technology both in the gallery and in the studio. And I swear, like, if you take our, our office and our studio and combine that floor space, that's a quarter of their office, office. space yeah. before exactly. you even get to the edit suites that they have and the rear gallery and the studio and all yeah. the other things and the cafeteria. I want a cafeteria at <laughs> Our office is probably the size of the cafeteria. So yeah. like, like, not well, even smaller, smaller, smaller than the cafeteria, yeah. Smaller. But, oh, no, no, you're back, but... Paul has gone. gone. Paul has gone to the Cayman. Paul has flown away. And they've just arrived in the Cayman. Am I right in saying that? I think. Steve yeah. put a lovely picture on Facebook of him on the beach and these beautiful clear water and saying that he had free Wi-Fi on the beach as well. What? So I was very <sighs> jealous. I mean, the beach didn't look any better than Surf Bay. Can I just <laughs> say? On a nice sunny day, Surf Bay is still one of the most stunning beaches. Yeah. But he didn't look windy there. I haven't no. looked at it. I haven't looked at it yet. He's all very social media, Steve. I'm really yeah. impressed. Maybe he should be our FITV social media uh, manager. He'd be good, I think. Yeah. Um, but on that note, we've also had a very long weekend. We haven't had a holiday in the Cayman Islands, but no. we've all had a very long, long weekend this weekend, haven't we? Yeah, what have been was, up to? It was fun landing back in the Falklands Thursday night, mm. having sort of a day to catch up with you guys on Friday, and then it's just been all systems <laughs> going. Yeah, well, then, it, wasn't, it? it wasn't a rest for us, no, was it? it we wasn't. had quite we a busy were, weekend. We were working all weekend, pretty much, Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, so yeah. Saturday I got my first opportunity, because obviously Kyle got here a couple of weeks ago, so yep. we only met last Friday. Uh, so we got a nice opportunity to have a coffee together have a on coffee, Saturday morning. Sit down, have a chat, yep. and then film some lovely Easter bunnies. Go on, tell us, tell, us about your, <laughs> tell us about the Easter bunny, Kyle. Uh, what can I say about the Easter bunny? How does the Falklands one compare to the English one? It's, um, I don't know, really. I've not seen that many Easter bunnies in the UK. Supply, I don't really go to that many Easter things. I usually tend to sit at home and eat all the chocolate instead of actually <laughs> going out anywhere. But... Um, it was madness because there was children everywhere. I was walking around the camera trying to film everything. There were children running in between, in between the camera and what I was trying to film. So I was moving around constantly. And then you have the Easter Bunny running around with chocolate eggs everywhere and then bouncing around in the bouncy castle. There was a bouncy castle? There was a bouncy castle as well. Was it lots of hyperactive it children? It was a lot of That's hyperactive children. A lot, a lot, a lot of hyperactive so children. So what was it? What was because Crozier Place and um, FIC, they it's a home homeware shop, yeah. isn't mm. it, with a cafe on. Yeah. So I was quite trying to piece together why they were doing Easter Bunny children, but they had a discount on as well. They did have not a discount to, on. Not to promote, but we found this out because we went, went and did some shopping, bought some things, and there was 20% off everything. Oh. Didn't realise that, so we should have all gone there it's and bought It's a big old stuff. Easter sale, was yeah, it? Yeah, Easter sale as well. Makes I didn't sense. know so Easter sale was a thing. Is that a thing in the UK? they quiet, I yeah. think. But that, that was quite, that was another thing. Yeah, we were I like, think woo. I think that got a lot Saving of people through the door. Yeah. <laughs> as well, as and, well, on Sunday as well, we also had the Queen's birthday. Shares it with Easter Sunday. Yeah. So, um, she that got was... two birthdays, yeah. which we learnt. Why does she have two birthdays? I, got... I ended up ending the piece and I can't remember why she has two <laughs> birthdays. I think it's the, the 21st is her actual birthday. Mm -hmm. And then she has another birthday where it's like the big ceremony where the whole country can come. In June, yeah. yeah. Where they have all the, the events happen and the big parade down 
through London and everything. Is that just because her birthday is at a time of year where the weather's not normally great? I think that's so. the. T- I think that's the case. So <laughs> I think she's moved her birthday so she can have a nicer day of it. Yeah. Well, so you know, we, she gets we, older, she gets yeah, colder, exactly. and how old is she now? Ninety-three. Ninety-three. She's. She's, she's doing well. We'd read this, and I was so sure that she was ninety-three. And I was down at the down at the parade filming away, and there was these two gentlemen talking behind me about how old the Queen was, and they were asking how many times the guns were going to be fired. And I said, like, "Oh, maybe 93 times, ha ha, for every <laughs> one of her years." And he turned around and went, "Oh, I don't think she's 93. I think she's 92." And then told me her exact birthday, <laughs> and I said, like, "Well, if that makes 92 years, then then you're right." But no, I was right. She was 93. Because it's 20, 21 guns. They yeah. 21 times they shoot mm. the gun, but they also shoot the gun in London and things like yeah. this. I was finding out in Hyde Park, and mm-hmm. there's a special gun in Hyde Park, not actual out in the open in front of everyone, but. Can you get as close to it as you can get to the guns here? Well, probably I don't. Not. Probably not. I wouldn't have thought so. Because even though I knew it was coming, like yeah, my whole so body loud. was shaking with every shot. Um, mm. Yeah, fair play to the guys at the FIDF yeah. who uh, who run the guns. I mean, they're they're yeah. close to them. <laughs> but also speaking of Easter, I, I want to say a big thanks to my mum, dad, and Anne for sending me all the chocolate in the world. Oh my god! I so had so much. many parcels; it was ridiculous. Our house is full of Easter stuff now, but, everywhere. I know, but we celebrate Easter quite a lot at home. I don't know, mm. what you, what do you guys normally do when you're mm. back in the UK? Just chocolate, that's about it. I think, yeah, chocolate, yeah, nothing no, else. Normally a couple of chocolate. I mean, we haven't done an Easter egg hunt in in years, but then again, like, I've, I've been, been away. Uh, but we'd always meet up like, with my nan and have mm-hmm. a nice like Sunday lunch yes, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, because that's what I think my mum was yeah. doing with my nan um, and things like that, because normally we always do a big, mm. a big roast. Things like that. Um, but I don't think anyone was roasting in the UK. Well, they were literally roasting well, it was in the hot, UK. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a lovely Easter weekend. Yeah, I came back to came back from the UK just in time for the weather to improve <laughs> there, and uh, I came home to snow. Came oh, back wow. to the Falklands and it was snowing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I wish I'd been in the UK for 28 degrees. But we, we also, I know it was nice having a long weekend, wasn't it? Having money yeah. off. But it meant this week was busy. Mm. Busy, 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 wasn't it? Because we, we'd taken a Monday off. Um, you were off one day in the week as well, yep. so it was a little bit hectic. What, what have you been up to this week? Kyle, do you want to lead us in with what you've done this week? What have I done this week? We've done quite Nothing. a week. I, 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 it's been such a blur. <laughs> I mean, we've done quite a few projects together this we, week. I feel we like have, we actually. We've been out and about quite mm-hmm. a lot. So we did the, we did the Easter event, mm-hmm. and that was quite nice. And then we were out again doing the Gurkha Memorial, mm. um, which we found out, a bit, found out about that a little bit last minute. Oh, so so we, we had to like, run out to do that. And then, um, what else did we do? What was the Gherkin Memorial? Uh, it was, uh, well they've made this, um, this little wall, called a, it's called a Mani wall. Mani. It's like a Mani wall. <laughs> which is cool. it's um, like a traditional um, Buddhist uh, type of wall that they use in um, Nepal. Um, so the, they made that, and apparently there's a custom that you have to walk clockwise around it. We never found out no, why. No, we've not we? found out why. Yeah, why I haven't Googled that's the, that. That's the case. Well, we'll post on our Facebook yes. page. If anyone knows why, please, please, please let us know. Please let us know. Interested. That or we'll research and head to our Facebook page for the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one, one of the two. Um, but yeah, no, because did they have like a plaque and stuff? Yes, on? there was a plaque and stuff on it talking about what the Gurkhas did here, um, just commemorating like the sacrifices. And then there was two, um, two I don't know if there was memorials there, but there were, were plaques in yeah two, two, two more plaques um, for two Gurkha soldiers that died 
Um, one not too far from the One not the too memorial. far from the memorial. And then another one was a little bit further away. Goose Green, wasn't Ooh, it? Yeah, I think it was in Goose yeah. Green. Yeah. I think it got unveiled the next day or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And you also, you also did a, a little bit on World Penguin Day, didn't you, Cog? I did do a little bit on World Penguin Day. Um, Go on, tell us, what is yeah. World Penguin Day? What is World Penguin Day? <laughs> Uh, well, no, t tell us about your experience of the penguins here so far. Well, I've not seen any <laughs> penguins, and I'm not that bothered about it, because I'm just like, I'll see penguins eventually. But then everyone at home is just badgering me constantly, give me some penguin pictures, steal a penguin for me, <laughs> ship a penguin back to the UK, and I'm like, I can't, it's not the season for them. I've seen one, and it didn't look like it wanted to be here. It didn't look like it wanted to see me, because it was hiding in a little burrow, so it was pretty useless. But linking to wildlife, it was also something quite interesting, wasn't it, with albatross uh, this week. Tom, you, you, you yes. kind of had the lead on that. Yeah, so um, as, as the listeners probably know, because after our island trips and we've been talking about wildlife for the last few mm. months, haven't we? So the, the fledglings, the young albatross chicks would have taken to the sky over the last few weeks. But when they're still quite in a quite juvenile state, uh, landing and taking off can be particularly <laughs> difficult for them. Especially in the winds, like today, for example. Jeez. Absolutely. I don't get how Absolutely. they'd be able to even, even fly in that, this kind of weather. But. So this time of year, well, exactly that, how do they fly? Because this time of year, you see them dropping all over the Falklands. They just, you get, you get albatross in people's back gardens, oh you get them on the road. Well, on the, uh, on the road to Goose Green on Tuesday, uh, there was a young albatross just in the middle of the road oh, um, and it evidently crashed pretty hard because it had hurt itself and there was a video of uh, a local chap um, sort of helping it out and getting it to the side of the road and ended up taking it all the way back to Goose Green, the settlement um, for Falklands Conservation oh. and the vet to come out and see it. That must have been a bit of a challenge for him to uh, catch that albatross. Yeah. But speaking mm. of challenges, here we <laughs> go, here nice, we nice go, little segue. here we go. Uh, in the next couple of weeks is the Three Peaks Challenge, which is quite a big challenge. Uh, now, this is where I'm going to get it wrong. Three mountains, Mount Long Longdon, Moody Brook, up to Tumbledown, and the Two Sisters, yeah. I think is the route. I could I be wrong. I think that's what it is. I'm not quite sure. Isn't but that four peaks? Or maybe, well, yeah, well, Moody no, Brook doesn't count as a peak. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I think it's three peaks, mm. but um, you, can, you can do the challenge either with weights on your back or not. Weights if you're hardcore. Uh, last year, Katie, our colleague, our ex-colleague at Carnival Post, yep. um, she she did the challenge with a GoPro on her head and it's a very good <laughs> vloggy style thing. But this yeah. this year we were thinking of doing something a bit different with it, weren't we? So we were hoping we were, could possibly get and maybe if anyone's listening who's thinking they're doing the Three Peaks challenge and would like to get in touch with us, um, we want to follow some people in their training in the run up mm -hmm. to it. Um, not that any of us has volunteered to actually no. do it ourselves. Nope. <laughs> I've just spent six weeks on holiday. Like, my squishy belly is not up for running up and down mountains. <laughs> but I'm wondering whether the weather's going to be good enough for it. The yeah, way it is at the moment. It's been so windy lately. Mm. I don't know if it'll be safe enough. Yeah. Uh, last, last year was quite funny, actually. We were talking, as Hannah mentioned, about trying to follow mm. someone uh, for their training. And we spoke to a police officer uh, who did it last year. And he's up for us following him through his training this year. But last year he was, he claims, so I wasn't there, I didn't witness any of it, but he claims he was in first position with the 25 kilogram weight on his back. And he got to a point and the clouds and the mist just descended on them and he couldn't really see where he was going and he got pointed in one direction and apparently he ran down there 
for about a mile before a motorbike, because the motorbike association were doing the, told him he was going the wrong way and told him he had to turn around. So he had to run all the way back up the hill another mile and then turn oh and head God. back down. So he claims that the fact that he didn't win last year, it got absolutely stolen from what him. What a farce. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, he, was, he was actually sat in the office the other day telling us all about the route and how he got caught in some marshes last year and he knows how to get around it now. He uh, might, might be overthinking it a little bit. It'd, it'd be good though, following him. You, yeah. uh, you've been volunteered yourself. Well, we all kind of volunteered you to uh, go and do some of the running with him and uh, well, that with the makes on and the camera and all, all the gear. So that would be quite... Yeah interesting challenge so essentially yeah i will follow gethin for a little bit and it will just be a case of me literally following him because <laughs> i'll be trying to keep up just so get your little push behind. bike or something yeah. that you can <gasps> wait i know what you could do we've got a nice little porsche in the uh, stanley services garage plug plug i think it's about 250 quid there we go, there we go. You, could, you could drive around in that could with a little that. camera on Who'd have thought you could get a Porsche for 250 quid? What a bargain. Keep, keep your eyes on Falklands in Focus <laughs> in the next few weeks to see what the Porsche actually is. <laughs> but speaking of sport as well, 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 we'll talk about what's coming up in the next um, in the next week. But mm. speaking of sports, you were saying it's um, you're doing something on rugby. There's a rugby club that yeah. they're hoping to form in the Falklands. Yeah, so that's actually a funny enough. Another yeah, story another thing we did together. together. Mm. Uh, there you go, you can think of it. Um, th- it was... It was Thursday as well. Thursday mm. was the day of every day because yeah. it was Penguin Day on Thursday mm. as well, wasn't it? But on Thursday, it marked the 40th anniversary since the first ever meet of the Falklands Rugby Club, which might not sound like a huge deal, but I've been here two and a half years and I haven't heard of a Falklands Rugby Club. <laughs> so IJS teacher, a PE teacher, is trying to set up the club again, get things going. Um, he's got about 20 players that yeah, said they want to right. play. Oh, it's an eclectic range of body shape and ages, <laughs> I'll tell you that. So will that be on the, the football pitch? Or, um, we, don't call, we don't have proper facilities for a uh, rugby club. No, I think he, I think he was saying... Like that. And I don't know if there's, they've even got the H-shaped... Is it, what do you call those H-shaped goals? I have no goal idea. Goalposts for goal rugby? Goalposts, goalposts. Oh, H's? <laughs> H's? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to get absolutely slaughtered. <laughs> H's? I'm going to we'll, Google it. We'll, we'll call them goalposts. Yeah. That's the easiest thing. But yeah. I think he was saying that they might do some training on the football pitch, mm-hmm. but then they'll probably go play it up at the MPA base because they've got an actual rugby pitch of the actual ah. goalposts already set up. Well, speaking mm. of facilities, though, uh, we spoke to Space mm. and Stacey, didn't we? Well, I spoke to Stacey this week about the new sports facility. And What's it sounds the update like, on that? Well, they've got £3 million in the pot and one of the things that from the public meeting they kind of put public consultation and said what do people want and the top three things facilities people wanted were something for hockey Mm -hmm. athletics and um what was the final one football which i would have thought football you can kind of now i'm going to get kicked for this you can do that (laughs) anywhere anywhere that's green and flat you can do football but i know obviously the state the football pitch down here is um interesting to say at least you've played in it before a couple of times a fair few times yeah interesting um but another thing people wanted was uh heating and ventilation well inside inside the center which is quite expensive so that's hence why they originally their budget was i think 2.3 or two and a half million pounds and it's had to go up to three but it's quite difficult because sports is quite important here because there's not a lot of things apart from sports to, to do yeah. in your spare time and it's very sociable and obviously there's so many different sports clubs here all fighting yeah. for facilities to be put in the centre um, so it'll be interesting to see what actually comes yeah. of it. I know it, it's early days yet and it's not 
stop happening straight away and it won't happen within the next year or yeah. so but it'll be interesting to see and I think it's important as well for the Ireland Games training up for the Ireland Games and for Commonwealth Games and stuff us, well I was going to say us <laughs> Falkland Islanders I'm not a Falkland Islander apparently because I don't have status but Falkland well, Islanders take, take it very seriously <laughs> don't they Yeah. to say the least so, and take their training very seriously yeah. um, but anyway what we'll, we got we'll, we'll, be, we'll be building on to that in the mm. next couple of weeks as well as we come towards the Ireland Games yes. we'll start doing our annual, what is over the last few years, annual talk with the Badminton Club about their <laughs> training because there's been something on every year with them. So we'll be chatting away with Doug yeah. Clark and things like that again in the next few weeks, I'm sure. For our one listener that loves sports. <laughs> yeah. Like, more sports. Here's some more sports. <laughs> um, coming up, what have we got coming up next week? Uh, let's have a well, look. Outside of work, there's a Falkland Islands Government Furniture Auction on Saturday morning. Exciting. It's, Homes, well, it's furniture under the hammer, um, <laughs> bargain yeah. hunters, whatever Ooh, you want to call it. Oh, we could it. do an antiques roadshow. Oh my God, we that should. That would be exciting. Give, it, give, give two teams a budget. And be yes. like, right, see what you what can, can you buy? Can so, you make a whole living room out of it? <laughs> to be fair, I am, I'm going down, but mainly to, to provide arms to be able to carry things out. <laughs> well, studio, new sofas. Yep. If I see anything there, yeah, I'll be. nab it up and ask Paula and Steve for the money later. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Paula, I might have an I might have an invoice towards you guys. Also, it's very important Sunday night again. For me, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the importance of this. But what's going on Sunday night? Dun, 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 dun. Uh, copyright, copyright. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's uh, about ten percent of it. Yeah. So I think it's I get artistic license. It. It's fine. Yeah. But yeah, but, Game of Thrones, isn't it, on yep. Sunday? Yes, indeed. Totally I'm, I'm hosting this time. Um, well, I say I'm hosting. I'm house sitting for Paul and Steve. So <laughs> their home is hosting. <laughs> I am cooking the dinner. <laughs> And we've got an interesting week next week as well. We've got an exciting interview. We're going up to um, MPA to interview the commander of the British Forces. Yes, that should be very exciting. Should be good. Very, um, very nice bloke, Nick yeah. Sawyer, isn't he? Yeah, you've got you've got Sally Ponce on her. Sally Ponce on her medal that she got for uh, South Georgia Conservation. That should be good. The Tom infamous Ponces. You've got. Are they infamous? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. That, that's a big thing, Carl. Before you interview <laughs> Sally, you must, and anyone listening, Google the last name Ponce. Mm. You will be blown away by what that family yeah. has done. Um, also, you've got a sporty sporty number on with the hockey. Yes, indeed. I wasn't, Don't tell yeah, us. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I'll keep that for the podcast next week yeah. once I found out all about this uh, upcoming event. Or watch, watch our show next week as well. I was going to say, and you'll find out where the uh, hockey team are going. Are they mm. going somewhere? Or maybe they're not. Maybe they're not. Who, Who knows? knows? Their name's um, on a poster. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but that's it for this week's uh, podcast. Meanwhile in the Falklands, we're, yeah. we're going to go now. Um, if you'd like to... Finally you, take our weekend. Yes, yeah. I know. We're going to finally take our weekend. We were working very hard last night. In fact, well, we won't say that, but yeah, we, we, we did it. Sorry, Paula. We did, we did it late and uh, it got edited today. But we worked all weekend yeah. last mm-hmm. weekend. And uh, this weekend's a little bit more relaxed. I'm back on... Back on the airwaves with Falklands Radio on Saturday night, so make sure you tune yeah. into that. Anywhere in the world, just go online. Exactly. <laughs> Eight till ten. <laughs> hey, you've stolen the sting for the uh, FITV website, oh. but if you would like to watch our programme, here we go, you can catch it on um, KTV on channel... 800. 800. What's the HD channel? 855. 855, that's it. There you can uh, watch it on our website online. You can pay for one show, or you can pay for a year's worth of shows for £60. FITV.co.fk. Uh, if you'd like to listen to our podcast on our iTunes, which you're probably already listening to either via our iTunes 
Paul Lyons Television or on our SoundCloud. Yes, I prefer indeed. our SoundCloud personally. I don't know, there's just something you about SoundCloud. <laughs> you can see the pictures. You can see the pictures. That's it. Anyway, we will catch you next week. See you later. See you later. Bye.